What is up, ladies and gentle nerds? It's your boy Graham, also known as HamHawks42 on the internet, and we are here again for another episode of Overthinking MTG, where we look at a random magic card and I talk about it for, well, for a while. And today we are looking at Giant Tortoise. This particular version was printed in Eternal Masters. Looks like this is a reprint that originated back in 4th edition. Or wait a minute, that... 4th edition or Arabian Nights? I believe Arabian Nights came first. I could be mistaken. Um, but it's old school. This is a common from way back in the day. This is just classic. Okay, so it is a 1-1 one, one for 2 creature turtle, and the, the 2 is 1 generic and a blue. And Giant Tortoise gets plus 0, plus 3, as long as it's untapped. Now, that's just a slick design. It's simple. It's effective. It does the job. It's just a big old turtle. Um tortoise. Sorry, I know there's a significant difference. Uh, no turtle ever got beaten by a hare. Um, yeah, so at least I don't think so. Man, that's like, I don't want to think about that too much. Okay, this is getting weird. Um, <laughs> it's funny, I try to focus on sharing as much of my thoughts as possible on these shows because I'm just kind of brain vomiting. I'm not taking you guys there. Don't worry about it. Anyway, so giant tortoise, it's so it's a 1-1 one, one for 2, which is not a great rate, but this is also in blue. It's 1 generic and a blue. So, wait a minute. The creature type is turtle. It's called giant tortoise, but the creature type is turtle. Okay, I'm going to have to write an angry letter. This is, this is unacceptable, guys. I can't imagine that. Okay, so here I am getting hung up on the difference between a tortoise and a turtle because it makes a significant difference. And I think we need to respect that these are two different species. Um, and here, wizards themselves are saying, no, nah, it's a turtle. And now I understand, okay, for gameplay purposes, having a turtle is a type uh, that is used from time to time. So, you know, for tribal synergies, they wanted to keep that. But uh, come on, come on. Things a tortoise. Let it be a tortoise. That's another thing I've noticed. There are a handful of cards where there are tribal synergies or there are certain tribes that are similar to what's out there that they... Um, and they end up going to something different. So, like, for example, there's a, uh, there's a card in... Icoria that just recently came out. I think it's called like Slipstream Dolphin or something like that. The picture is clearly a dolphin. It's a freaking dolphin, and it shows you know it's like a there's like a dude riding like underneath the dolphin. So whatever. So but anyway, there's a dolphin. It's got a bonder like a human companion. But so there's a dolphin. It's clearly a dolphin. It has dolphin in the name. It's like top to bottom. That's a dolphin ass dolphin. And then you look at the creature type, and the creature type is whale. It's like time out. What? Like, like, I don't get it, um, especially because it's not like whale is a type that just has a ton of synergies with it. Now, if it was like fish, okay, there are like, there are a handful of other fish cards. Or if it was like Leviathan, even, um, like, all right, then there's other stuff that goes with. Now, if, if you call a dolphin a Leviathan, I'm going to be a little frustrated because that's, that's not accurate. Especially, actually, now that I think about it, because you could call a whale a Leviathan. So why is whale a creature type? Anyway, yeah, really what it comes down to is, what is the deal with creature types, guys? Also, actually, the wizards did make... Actually, I find it really funny, too, actually, that the dolphin came out in the same set that... Um, the, the dolphin whale came out in the same set as sharks. For the very first time, wizards officially recognized shark as its own creature type. Every shark that had ever been printed before was a fish. Which, okay, that's fine. Like, it's not, 
you know, it's split in hairs. Um, and so at the end of the day, like, okay, fish, you know, sharks are fish. You can call all sharks fish, whatever. Who really cares? Um, but with the recent advent of Shark Typhoon plus all the Jeskai, um, the commander deck where there's there's a flying shark. And so they decided that there's so, there's so much shark synergy. We need to establish sharks here as their own unique creature type. Which, all right, it's kind of fun. So cool i guess like i'm not really i wasn't losing sleep over the fact that there wasn't a shark creature type but they made it they went ahead and did that they created the shark creature type and then also went back through the archives and actually eroded a bunch of older cards changing their type to shark or adding the shark type where appropriate um and then they go and print it right next to a dolphin that has the creature type whale i feel like that is just it 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 feels so awkward to me because like if creature types aren't that big of a deal and you want to have and you want to have your um your dolphin not be the only dolphin that's ever been printed therefore you want it in in some kind of tribe that might someday have like some decent synergy so you call it a whale fine but then why go through such a big deal and make it a project to introduce sharks to the game? Like that feels really awkward to me. Um, it, and those feel like they're just at odds with each other. And the other thing about that is it hardly matters. You know, like the moment they added sharks to the game, like it was in the release notes. It was something like it wasn't wizards didn't like throw out a huge press release or anything, but it was part of the announcement. It's like, oh, Ikoria is coming out. Here's how Mutate works. These are the companions. Um, I know it's Commander and Standard, right? How cool is that? You know, all this stuff. And then in there was also sharks, guys. We have sharks officially in Magic now. It was like, it wasn't a huge deal, but it was a deal. It was a bullet point. It was in there. Like, they could have just slipped that in. No one would have even, I don't know, I wouldn't have noticed. That's for sure. Um, I think I even have a, a copy of Giant Shark lying around, and it wouldn't have occurred to me that that said fish on it. Like, just it, it, it wouldn't have and i actually i have quite the affinity for old school blue sea monsters they're just delightful and so the fact that here we're looking at a giant tortoise and it's a turtle i'm just kind of flabbergasted and on top of that this is the eternal masters version like this is the newer one you know this came out just a couple of years ago if i'm not mistaken yeah 2006 i mean come on like anyway i just i don't i don't understand um why Anyway, I'm getting too hung up over this. It doesn't really matter. At the end of the day, tortoises or turtles don't have any kind of tribal synergy. That's the other thing that's really fascinating, too. The number of creature types that are supported versus the number of creature types that actually matter is really, really... Like, there's a really strong distinction. Like, if you're talking elves, you're talking dragons, you're talking spirits, you're talking humans. Okay, those all have tribal synergies through across a ton of cards. When you're talking turtles, I don't know a single card that cares about turtles. I don't know of any turtle lords. I don't know of any, like, turtle anthems. I don't know... Of any turtle synergy whatsoever aside from something like coat of arms that just cares about creature types like that's it other than that like and the fact that it's not a human so you could mutate on it like all right neat but like, if there's a card out there that cares about a creature being a turtle and i don't know about it please leave a comment below let me know because i'm very intrigued by this um i want there to be some kind of turtle payoff and i'm not talking about a card that has a reference to a turtle or another 
a card that happens to be a turtle. I'm talking about a card that cares about the number of turtles you have in play, a card that is, you know, the cost is reduced or you get an additional effect if you have a turtle in play, a card that can only target turtles. I don't know. Just something, some kind of some kind of synergy that is dependent on a card being a turtle. I want to see that so much. And I know there are a ton of weird tribal synergies out there, so I wouldn't be surprised if there's something, um, but I certainly don't know what it is. And if there is, especially if there was back in like the Arabian Nights 4th edition days, then, alright, fair enough. You know, because then this being a turtle all of a sudden matters. And so, okay, fine. So anyway, that's a long-winded rant about creature types. Also, I gotta say, in the most recent Ravnica set, the Simic creature types are great. I don't know about you guys, but I really need a Jellyfish Hydra Beast to... Or no, sorry, a Jellyfish Ooze Beast to, you know, bear down on my opponent. That's really important to me. So anyway, the other thing about this guy, so Giant Tortoise, um, I, I love the artwork on this is almost, like, this this thing is almost cute. Like, it's tough to see, like, a really a real sense of scale, but with the use of the word giant, you can see some kind of context clues, and you really do notice, like, especially in the water and the rocks, you realize this tortoise is, like, climbing up a really impressive cliff. So that's pretty slick. Um, yeah, and the thing almost looks cute. Like, it just, it's got some fun, like, striped details on its, uh, on its skin. Uh, it has a really bright blue shell. Like, this almost looks like an like anime creature um, drawn in a more photorealistic kind of style. So it's it's nice. I like it. Now, the fact that the tortoise is giant and it is clearly very large, but it's only a 1-1 is kind of funny. Um, on top of that, it has... It's it's a situational 1-4 for 2, which is so funny because you could give me a 1-4 for 2 and I'll be... Eh, I'll be lukewarm on it. Like, I don't really care that much um it's just it's not a great rate you know um generally speaking toughness is less expensive mana wise than power because you can win the game with power you can't win the game with toughness generally i know there are ways around that i know there are um there are cards that allow your creatures to assign damage based on their toughness and those types of things but it's i don't know this thing is Eh, at best. Like, this is a common for sure, and it's not even a very particularly good draft card. Like, that's one thing that I've noticed in a lot of sets, is there seems to be the one or two drop, like, blue creature with a big butt, and that's this guy. And when I saw, when I refer to big butt, I mean toughness. That's a, a colloquialism that you hear thrown about sometimes. Um, yeah, so this creature has, you know, so it has four toughness in certain situations so like one four is fine but like yeah even in limited i'm hesitant to take this because you know sure it can block stuff but it can't kill most attackers so it's not going to be super useful like yeah you'll notice actually um as i'm saying this icoria is kind of the main um you know the most recent set and uh aegis turtle is in it which if i'm not mistaken is like a one four for one which if it wasn't in a set with mutate that card would just straight up suck. Like, it's just not worth it. You know, you can slow down an aggro player for, like, a turn, maybe. But, yeah, there are so many better ways that you can spend that mana and the card slot in the deck. Guess the other thing. It's really easy to forget, especially for newer players, how important the actual card slots are because you only have access to so many in a given game. you got to make them all count. Um, you know, I've heard people talking about how valuable sideboard slots are in competitive um, three-person 
matches. And those are like options that you have the potential of maybe drawing into in later games. And even every single one of those is meaningful and valuable when you get to a high level of competitive play. So something like this, it's not worth like, so yeah, a one, a one, four for two is not a bad card. It is not a bad cost. It's fine. I would not mind having that. Like I would not mind putting a one, four body on the field on turn two in a lot of different decks. There are a lot of decks that would be that would benefit from that, but the benefit is not very much. And that benefit not being an it, it's not enough to warrant having it in my hand in place of something else. And in the decks where I would want a one four down on turn two, I'd probably especially in blue, I would probably much rather have two untapped blue mana going into my opponent's turn for counter spells or bounces. That's probably what I would yeah, that'd be my preference. I'd much rather have a mana leak over this thing any day of the week. Or quench, if you're in uh, in, in standard. Yeah, so this is interesting. So this has been Giant Tortoise from Eternal Masters. It's a common. It's uh, it's draft draft for sure. <sighs> Excuse me. And it's late, and I haven't been sleeping well this week. So I'm going to go catch about 40 to 50 winks. We will see how... Uh, how many of those I'm, I'm able to get. And uh, yeah, thanks so much for hanging out, guys. I appreciate it. I stream over on Twitch, twitch.tv slash 42 This has been the Overthinking MTG podcast. I will be back tomorrow with more of this fun, same shenanigans. And uh, yeah, I hope you're having a wonderful day. Stay safe out there. Wash your hands. And uh, yeah, take care of take care of the people you love by staying at least six feet away from them. All right, guys. I'll catch you later.